Do you want to know more about people's journeys and understand how they take decisions in their day-to-day lives? Tune in to the Nails and Hammers podcast to master from what others have already figured out in life. In this episode, we're excited to have Angad Singh Rania, who is an engineer turned MBA turned one of India's most famous stand-up comic, and it's time to listen and learn. Hi Angad, welcome to the Nails and Hammers podcast. Thank you so much Kushal, thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. I'm the Hammer. Uh... <laughs> We'll do the nailing part. <laughs> so uh, we want to start from the very beginning. Uh, so you grew up in Libya. Uh, what are some of your fondest memories growing up there? I thought you will go to the sperm level. I'm happy you started uh, <laughs> with me being born <laughs> as the earliest memories. Uh, so I was quite, I, I was, I think, I think what, 10 years old when we moved to India. And, uh, but one of the things that I still remember about Libya was just that feeling of community. Like every Indian over there was Indian. I didn't okay. know what were people's states. We didn't care about these things. We celebrated every festival. Like I have celebrated Eid, Christmas with so much passion in Libya. And in yeah. India, I've done nothing. <laughs> like nothing at all. Yeah. Like, it's, like I know in Indian essays, we used to write na, Har tohar, uh, Diwali ka tohar, Hindu, Muslim, Sikh, Isai, sab khushi se banate hai. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. That, that is true outside India, I feel. <laughs> Inside yeah, India, yeah. I feel like... Uh, celebration you in different communities. So that feeling of being an Indian, I got it when I was in Libya. And I was really uh-huh. happy when I was coming to India because I was like, oh, wow. In Libya, I get to live this life like twice in a month. In mm-hmm. India, I will live it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't happen. But yeah, yeah. it was good fun uh, to be in Libya during that time. No, I think uh, you're spot on because I can also relate to it. My, my dad has been shifting his base. So currently he's in Kenya. Uh, okay. an Af- again, an African company uh, country. Uh, he was in Singapore for a few years. So whenever I visit him, I feel like, yeah, enthusiasm and then yeah. there is a lot of because that's the time they feel like a community and everybody comes in together. India yeah. it's it's like, okay, long weekend, let's travel somewhere from uh-huh. that perspective. It I saw some glimpses of it in my MBA college as well, because the hostel uh-huh. suddenly became okay, all the northeasterns got uh-huh. together. Yeah. All the south. Yeah. Yeah. The southern state uh-huh. people got together and even though their languages were different, but they would form a group amongst themselves yeah. because yeah. it's the feeling of belonging. Like, Mumbai yeah. mein ko bhi achha khana mil nahi Every yeah. community is sad <laughs> about that. Yeah. So they're trying to help each other out. Ki bhai khana achha kaam milega. Yeah. And that is where it becomes a community. But bhai ke bhi khana achha nahi Aare, kahi khana achha. I mean, if you're a Gujarati, you might like the food in Mumbai. Uh, okay. But as a North Kushal is one. So, yeah, Kushal is one. So, yeah, Kushal is one. I have not been to Mithibai, but I have my roommates and all were from Bombay. Master's. I have to say that Bombay food is not Which I understand, obviously. But if you come from outside Mumbai, especially North India, I would say it has still improved. Or maybe I am becoming more of a Bombay person who has started enjoying the days that exist. I think it's but a lot. So many it's times, I, yeah, so many times it's my relatives who have come down to visit and we take them to a good place and we're like, Are, yaha ka food is fantastic. And they're like, this is below average. And we're like, right, right. okay, then let's not take you any. Right. So, so moving on, uh, I think when you shifted to India and then you had a normal trajectory, right? You went to, you went for engineering, right? And yeah. uh, so how was that? And I think you were into dramatics and stuff, right? During engineering. Uh, so we'd love to know more about how, how, how your engineering days were. Uh, I believe out of my two graduations, engineering wasn't that pleasant. Uh, I felt a bit, uh, I would say on the outside of the general atmosphere in the college. Uh And I was always interested in dramatics in college. And there was actually another Angad Singh who had started a dramatic cell. And, uh, but somehow, I don't know, with that entire group, my equation never uh, settled. Later on, I heard them telling somebody that they felt that I wasn't responsible enough, that I don't show on on time, etc., etc. And so, uh, having no other option, uh, a friend and me, we went to actually National School of Drama and just to try to see what happens. And over there, we met this sweet lady and she was like, if you want to act in plays, we have this group, we have zero money. But if you're into enough, just come and we'll rehearse and we'll do this play. So with them, I did a play and from there, I got to do a play uh in jammu and in amritsar very very small roles i used to get here and there but i really enjoyed that entire process of drama and realizing like some of those actors on stage are way better than what you see in bollywood so i went through that 
entire process and eventually it's not like i didn't have friends in college but yeah. you know you you feel like you didn't really belong here because all the guys were busy playing counter strike <laughs> and i was busy running after girls and they were like are <laughs> Counter Strike में खेलने जाता था. They used to take a chaku and just stab me. So <laughs> I, just, I was just bad at the most stereotypical engineering thing. But hopefully uh, you were good at the other thing. Yeah, the, that thing I was better at. Yeah, like I remember uh, and I talked about this on my podcast. Like the 2007 World Cup का final था. Yeah. So that day also there was a rehearsal and people used to bounce from rehearsal for any reason. And I was like, mm-hmm. no anger. If this is your passion. You have to go for it. Final होते रहेंगे और final आएंगे. You can watch. You missed the, the India versus Pakistan final. Yes, I missed. I watched only the last five overs. I missed it and I went for the rehearsal. And that day they didn't even rehearse my scene. By the way, <laughs> I was just there helping them out. But that's the uh, part of it. That's the part. That's of a comment. Yeah. 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 But then you were not into engineering at that point in time. Nee, see that at that point of time I was never thinking about this as a career. I, if you ask me, I wanted to do something in the entertainment space. But I didn't really know how it's going to happen. So by that time, my sister had introduced me to Russell Peters, and uh, but I I didn't know that India had English stand-up comedy or we had stand-up comedy in the observation space. I assumed it more to be in the mimicry space. Uh-huh. And uh, so we didn't. I didn't know all of this. Uh, I was bad with computers generally, and I think the first company I got into, वो जो भाव मतलब उठाते हैं सबको वो इंफोसिस टेलीकम्युनिकेशन I, I I enjoyed my job at Ericsson. I had no problems with that. So I loved engineering. It's not like I didn't enjoy per se engineering, but I wasn't huh. a proper geek per se. Right, right, right. And then how did you move to MBA? I mean, how did MBA happen? Job because my sister did MBA. Acha. That's uh, the law. It is my sister did MBA <laughs> from I am Calcutta. Okay. And uh, then my parents heard the average package at I am Calcutta. <laughs> And then they got yeah. to know my current salary, and they said, "Beta, MBA to करनी करनी." And obviously, even I yeah. heard the difference. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you sort of think that you can become a business manager, yeah. marketing major, and all of that nonsense. And actually, there was another thing that I thought through MBA, I can get into advertising, and I can tell, make ads, and uh-huh. my creative side will get the satisfaction. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I remember, Mika used to be my uh, number one like goal. That Mika me lena hai, Mika me lena. Hua nika bhi mera. But that was my number one goal, and basically that's it. I remember in uh, I think KV's uh, uh, quizzing with comedians. I think last week you mentioned that FMS be goal tha. FMS me FMS to mummy ka goal tha parents ka because wah gyara hazar ka MBA matlab saal ka fees hai. Ah, pocket money. Where I pay six lakh. Yeah, yeah. My mom promised me I'll give you a car, and the car is like I'll give you a wagon. Ah, I'm like mom. Matlab auto promise kar rahi hai mom. I'm like arey arey gyara hazar kachre to gadi to mangi le do. Uh, but but uh, I I had uh, I always knew I had zero chance with FMS like mm-hmm. I wasn't my only chance was like was like with institutes which are hiring way more people which was not hiring but like uh, enrolling way more people. Yep. Right. So while you were at MBA, you became the Angad Singh at NM and started the Dramatic Society. Yes. Uh, how did that happen? What was the experience? And then what prompted you to do an open mic? Yeah. So. Uh, दो साल मैंने डेड माय जॉब एट एरिक्सन इट वाज अ वेरी आई गॉट इनटू बेसिकली डेटा सो ऑल योर 3G रोल आउट्स एंड एवरीथिंग एंड आई वाज देयर एंड एट दैट पॉइंट इट वाज अ लॉट ऑफ केयर्स बिकॉज़ व्हेन कंपनीज व्हेन द 3G बैंड वर बॉट एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड सडनली वन डे कंपनीज रियलाइज्ड वी हैव टू रोल आउट एसा सो देयर वाज हार्डली एनी प्लानिंग एंड इट वाज जस्ट लाइक कौन जल्दी कर सकता एंड Like hardly, but the we were training while we were figuring things out. Like we were used to be on the call at two a.m. because all the telecom maintenance happens at two a.m. So now if there is any error that has come in, suddenly there will be twenty people at two a.m. on the com call, and everybody is just doing. अच्छा वो वाला वहाँ पे जरा डाल के देखो तार को. अच्छा उसको switch on switch off करो and just it's just troubleshooting out of the blue. तो आई न्यू कि ये एमबीए के दो साल हैं इसमें जितना नौटंकी कर सकते हो कर लो 
and then i asked around about nma dramatics club there wasn't a dramatics club in nm then somebody told me kuch saal pehle bana tha but unfortunately because mba is of 2 years yeah. so the legacy could not continue yeah. so i was very clear that i want the i want to form it in a way that it continues but i alsi to dekho hum hai you know that that leadership skill doesn't exist i'm not a ceo material at all so when i came in i had to figure out maine kuch logon se baat chit kari hoping somebody else will take it and i will become mm-hmm. the wozniak and somebody else is the jobs but fucking there was no jobs so i did the next best thing i just maine apne sare friends ko bulaya maine bola hum drama karenge sath mein that drama absolutely tanked uh-huh. absolutely rubbish i remember uh, having nares like 1 2 3 4 4 band karo ya atyachar i have seen it right the usual thing i mean acha bhi hoga bhi nahi nahi it was bad i'm not going to deny it was bad but what happened is just because of their attempt a lot other people got to know we are doing this mm-hmm. so then we started attracting so called the right talent and then one guy came up and he was like you know i have a complete bakchot funny script which will work at this college right mm-hmm. because it has nothing we started doing serious drama first of all so then we did this complete bakchot play and that was a success yeah teachers saw it and other people saw it and then juniors came along and luckily we had juniors who had a lot of drama experience a lot of nukkar natak experience and then they started winning certificates and i'm happy to say that the rang punch jo humne banaya wo aaj tak chal raha hai we started in 2012 so it is still going on it has not died down and it's still active they're still winning plays here and there so one of those legacy i'm very happy <laughs> i didn't want to lead it but it happened and uh, again it was out of the same instinct where i started doing drama and i knew i had these two years to do any everything i want because job mein pata nahi and mba mm-hmm. mein uh, i was doing marketing which is sales and sales initially means you can be anywhere right you can be in some village in madhya pradesh and trying to do rural marketing so aapko waise bhi aap drama karna chahte ho to kaise karo right so uh, i got to know about this comedy open mics that happened mm-hmm. uh, and wo bhi hua tha ki kisi friend ne delhi mein attend kara maine uske liye script likhi and she didn't do well but she told me that it went great I think EIC used to conduct open mics, and their first open mic I won, and oh. then they had a, a big competition called Bachelor of Comedy, and over there I did not win. I think I came second. Uh, I lost to this guy, but then after that they did another, and I worked on my set, I improved my set, and then uh, I won the third one again. Oh. Uh, so that EIC at that point, Sapan Sahil and Kunal predominantly. decided mm-hmm. that they want to groom more talent and you know so that eic constantly has a pool of talent coming in and going out coming in and going out and so out of that they called six of us and said that you know we'll give you internships mm-hmm. uh you come brainstorm with us on sketches and ideas and stuff and on the contrary we will help you with stage time we'll give you feedback on material and i was like that's a win win because i was working mm-hmm. at that and i was like tumhe mera sirf ek saturday milne wala hai usse zyada kya milne wala hai aur tum mujhe stage time sab dene wale ho to why not and obviously i love the guys uh, they were very sweet to work with and matlab when i started working with them i think out of the six i was the one just jo jaldi jaldi material likh pa raha tha and i was able to okay. commit to more time and uh, when eventually i had some solid material they told me okay you come on board as the seventh member at that time azim and atul had also joined it okay so they called me on board as the seventh member and then the initial few sketches we did i was still working I think okay. it was around the uh, shadi playlist video that we did. That mm-hmm. by that time I decided, okay, I'm going to quit my job and join full time uh, and work with OIC. I remember uh, when I decided that 
so sapan used to egg me a lot he used to motivate me a lot that you know what's yeah. your plan what's the future kab tak job karna hai kab tak ye chalega because there's also a right time to get into stand up right uh, you don't want to delay too much and so when i when i finally finished my education loan right through my salary i saved money i finished with zero liabilities uh-huh. so i went to my parents and i said i want to try stand up full time uh and then i told yes members i remember kunal calling me and he's like so what's your plan after quitting your job i'm like you are the plan right <laughs> i like, am not part of eic are you guys firing me you were like no no i just wanted to be sure that you are joining eic only i'm like yeah, yeah. You, are, you are the plan you are the motivation for what i'm quitting right so yeah makes sense so uh, i mean there was a time when there were a lot of comedy collectives like eic sng Uh, I think uh, the comedy factory, though Gujarati Wala, is the only one which is active right now. And now everybody is venturing out on their own and have their own YouTube channel. So why the shift? I think at that point that was the need of the industry because everybody sort of felt didn't know where to go, what to do. And mm-hmm. uh, in that sense, AIB paved the way, and they showed that you know by making sketches, you're suddenly reaching to a way larger audience. Right. right i remember at that point uh, these sapan released a video and that touched 5000 views and their mind would explode because right. you have to realize at that point you are doing shows open mics where 30 40 people are doing yeah. early days you're of doing, youtube yeah you are doing big auditoriums where probably 600 people will come but you are doing 10 minutes so they are not coming for you and say so suddenly your video has been watched by 5000 people right. and at that point youtube would you would the comment section would largely be positive and it was a bad production like one on top camera angle that so everybody's mind used to explode yeah and then aib started doing the sketches and the popularity increased and then they had this bollywood show and they would start selling theaters back to back four shows yeah. so uh, at that point yes it existed but it showed a yeah. way that you know okay through our sketches we have a different avenue for our creativity but mm-hmm. that is helping the first important passion that we have which is stand up and that kind of became the focus but slowly youtube grew slowly uh-huh. the audience changed uh at some point you know the individual artist also has to come out and perform we all start forming our own voices right and that is where people tend to separate uh-huh. and uh-huh. it it needs to be as peaceful and in a friendly way like our management company used to tell us if and when you split oh not because they were like you uh-huh. will it's right. impossible you won't uh no group can survive no creative group can survive until unless you stop being creative and you become a corporate right uh you have clients and you are just mm-hmm. catering to them and then it is easier to survive uh-huh. so i think that the, the time came where we all started building our individual voices and there were clashes of idea and so everybody felt of going their own space and being comfortable in it mm-hmm. got it got it uh i would like to know more about your writing process right i mean it seems like writing is something that uh, comes very naturally to you right so so wanted to understand uh, how do you go about the, uh, your writing process do you take notes in in certain situations or do you do a whatsapp audio recording or sorts or do you keep a track of the trends what's happening and stuff uh so currently i'm not a person who is focusing a lot on what is currently happening because i feel like that news fades off and our material uh-huh. has to survive that sort of test of time yeah so like i have a wait or video on losing weight yeah. and i want somebody watching it 5 years later to also relate to it uh-huh. but if i talk about something like onion being 100 rupees this year and that it's not going to be relevant 5 to 7 years from now because maybe at that point the onion has been 20 rupees for a very long time so my focus is generally being on uh, how we react to situations mm-hmm. and how uh, the modern lifestyle has sort of become uh, how our family equations are changing and i want people to i realize i want people to be uh, sometimes a little uncomfortable with the truth that exists between our homes but we don't want to talk about it uh, so that has been my focus and what happens is a lot of time when i'm interacting with my wife or with my parents or something and something happens and i feel it's funny yeah So I'll just make a mental note of it, and uh, my general writing process is that uh, I, I try to figure out a one-hour window every day in which I'll just sit and vomit on a page. The uh-huh. goal is I have to write one page. Anything. It it is not supposed to be fun. Every They're day. Just, not right now. I'm not doing uh-huh. that right now. 
Yeah. But generally, when I get into that writing mode, when I get into writing a special, yes, it is every day. Because the first oh, two three wow. days, it is bad stuff, very bad mm-hmm. stuff that comes out, and then you start digging deeper and you come up with good stuff, or even like pleasant stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I start booking open mics where I'm like, okay, I'm going to perform ten minutes. So now I have to perform somewhere ten minutes. Twenty uh, four hours before that, I start panicking a bit. I go through my pages. I'm like, okay, uh, this is half okay. I need to add these jokes. Uh-huh. and then you keep going through open mics and you keep improving 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 the bit till you feel okay this bit is fine to be part of my one hour and then you get, get on to the next bit uh, right. but yes writing every day helps a lot uh, i would recommend that to anybody who is in a writing process so people like veerdas and saurabhan they still do it saurabhan i believe out of 30 days he would still be writing for 22 to 23 days easily like i've wow. seen him at yeah i've seen him at airports where i'll be like watching some random stuff on youtube and he has 30 minutes and he will open his laptop and he will just keep writing something even if it is a sketch even if it is something he is not using huh. it's like using your yeah. muscles right right like going yeah. to a gym yeah you are yeah. saying all of these things where i don't do anything <laughs> <laughs> but whenever yeah. i get into the mode i think post lockdown when lockdown first time started uh, yeah. i believed it will get over in 2 3 months so uh-huh. i was like this is the best time to write so entire april and i till I think till May fifteenth or twentieth, I wrote a lot. Mm. But then I was like, okay, this is not going anywhere. This is not getting over, and so I gave up. Uh, post that, I think I've had one two sessions here and there, but not on a regular basis. And also, like when you're doing uh, shows like stand-ups or open mics, so how do you experiment on stage? And on stage, how do you figure out what's working and what's not? So different people have different style. I am somebody who needs to write it properly. Mm-hmm. Who can't just go and fap on stage? And there are other comedians who feel like. if they have a certain premise which they feel is funny they'll figure it on stage where the punchlines come from right some people have that thing uh for me what happens is you have to first of all gauge the room that day uh-huh. because what happens is some days the same room 10 people and it's killing and same room 10 people and it is not working at all but you have to see how other artists ka set is also getting a response Right. right you go on stage and it doesn't work out and everybody else also has a terrible day it's fine you can go back and work on the set again but right. only if you have a terrible day and every else but everybody else has a good day then you have to figure out whether the problem was in a delivery or in the right. jokes so the my rule generally is that if i write something new i will try it at least 3 and 4 3 or 4 times before actually doing a rewrite ki okay this bit is definitely not working just remove it just figure out of new angle sometimes you have to step back and bring a more overall structure to a bit uh or sometimes you have to just drop a complete bit like there have been bits which i have sort of figured out in 4 months uh-huh. uh and there bits that have i figured out very quickly like my losing weight wala bit i think came very organically because i was going through that experience so many times yeah but yeah. within that the punchlines took a lot of time because gym pe jab main aaya i talked about gyms and it was just like everybody has a bit on gym yeah <laughs> right everybody talks about the fact that you know even and because so many comedians have bits so i had yeah, one of those yeah. bits that how as a comedian we go in the afternoon and we have only like old uncles and aunties who are in the gym at that point mm-hmm. and then 10 other comics have similar premises and the punchline sounds similar so i had to figure out a completely different way and then i went to okay there big mirrors and then you're running on the treadmill in this chole bature and then angle was different right, right? so that's right. some and also this one another great test for a material if it is working in corporates right mm. because corporates is one of the most difficult audience mm. but if you can make them laugh then and not doing your typical sindhi gujarati jokes right if you make them laugh then the bit is very universal i think got got right how do you how do you deal with i mean say suppose so i feel uh, stand up is one of those uh, practices where it's uh, you get an instant reaction from the audience right Yes. Uh, so how do you how do you deal with say someday you bomb the show right and there are hecklers in the show how do you how do you deal with all of that hecklers when it comes to hecklers i think indian audience is one of the best audience we don't see heckling that much there's a lot of respect of the person on the stage uh-huh. you might get that drunk heckler here and there and i will uh-huh. be very honest the audience is more pissed with that heckler yeah the audience is on your side so because of a heckler if you tank the audience is like ye insaan acha tha ye audience member was the problem 
like you know sometimes an audience member has been rude and a comedian has told that audience member that you realize you're not the only one who spent 500 rupees everybody else has right so you're wasting everybody's time and money and the audience cheers the comedian that you go for it leave the heckling so heckling i don't think bahut bada tension hai uh about tanking i feel like you have to tank it's it's a process as a comedian i can't be scared of tanking because if i become scared of tanking i'm not going to work on my material if every time my material is working that's also a bit of a concern that becomes mm. if you are too popular yeah. and uh, everybody knows you so no matter what you say they'll laugh that yeah. doesn't help your creative process as well okay. uh so tanking is part of the job initially i believe we are going to tank the worry becomes if i have been doing a bit for a long time and then it doesn't work in a particular audience then you start thinking okay ab ye kaam kyun nahi kar because kya hoga kabhi kabhi so you sometime you will go and perform for example 45 minutes together uh-huh. now in that 45 minutes you have let's say four bits equally divided into whatever 11 and a half minutes four bits of 10 10 minutes performing 40 minutes uh three bits are done and one bit is sort of weak so your entire focus on the one bit you're adding jokes adding jokes adding jokes, that one bit becomes very tight now suddenly after the first three bits which you thought were tight uh-huh. but now the fourth one has become tighter than all three so usme se suddenly ek week aa jata hai and you start thinking ki sala ye to chal raha tha bhi to hafte pehle tak isko kya ho gaya yeah but then you have to make that tight so you know uh-huh. it it's always a redraft it's always a work as a comedian i have made that mistake i always used to feel like ye mera bit kab khatam ho raha hai you know there's uh-huh. no full stop it's always a comma and you have to start reworking start reworking whenever you feel like the bit is ready you put it on youtube uh-huh. uh, but it's never finished like if you go to any comic today even if you go to like zakir khan and be like yeah aapka jo bit tha about that delhi ki girlfriend if you have to rewrite today and i'll tell you zakir will write 10 different punchlines to it and he will have 10 different angles to it uh-huh. because every bit is always a re- rewrite i think so then like uh, there's a saying that show must go on but uh, you m- you might have a rough patch in your life you might be in a bad mood how do you detach yourself from what's going on in your life and then perform your best when you're on stage yaar wo kuch option hi nahi hota na right my job is to make people laugh and that making people laugh gives you so much joy that for that one hour you actually forget that something bad is going on Uh-huh. like i i've i've performed for like one hour i mean there's not something bad happened but there's certain sort of an emergency and i'm going through my bit and i'm killing and i think in the last 5 minutes it suddenly struck me that okay as soon as i get off stage i have to call my wife i have to figure out whatever is happening and not happening but for the first like one hour or 55 minutes i forgot about it because that audience is enjoying the show and i'm enjoying uh-huh. it with uh-huh. them uh So that's my process. I'm sure there are comedians out there who find it very difficult to detach. I somehow, when I get that first few laughs, I find it easier to be in the moment than to figure out, think about anything else at that point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, in fact, even for streams, like uh-huh. there have been streams where I've done baby over, where before the stream, like half an hour before, I'm quite stressed, but I'm like, okay, now it's my because for me, this is still performance. Like this is very yeah. energetic. Yeah. Right now, yeah. when I'm talking to you, if you switch off the recording, I'll talk in a very different way. Right? Yeah. There's a mode that kicks in. You know, yeah. you're performing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's the same with Baby Over. So when I'm performing, I'm performing. I forget everything. Absolutely love Baby Over. By the way, I mean the kind of yeah man. <laughs> uh, I think the kind of content in terms of uh, you revisiting the old matches and then talking about it, it's like मज़ा आ जाता है. Thank you uh, so much, man. Thank you so much. Uh, So, 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 wanted to learn about. Uh, so, there are new, lot of new stand-up comedians uh, coming up every day, right? Yes. I mean, it has become mainstream, and and uh, the adoption has been massive. There are a lot of regional comedians that are coming up, right? How do you, as in as in stand-up comedian, how do you you like stay relevant across the years, and how do you upgrade yourself? So, a lot of the older comics, and I will not say comics in my scene. I'll talk about Hindi comics that we have seen on TV. uh and this is a feed I, so i have not seen their career but this is a feedback i've got from event managers right uh-huh. because they do a lot of corporate shows yeah and uh, and this is a similar problem with musicians as well is that they stop writing new stuff like you will have comedians who are doing the same material for 10 years for 15 years and you will have musicians singing the same song for 20 years 25 years and i think that that's a problem when you stop being relevant uh i think as a creative person you have to keep writing new stuff and you have to write bad stuff 
and you have to have bad shows in order to get to that good show and mm-hmm. I, i i think i was watching this somewhere on youtube about you know how ed sheeran is able to write on somebody else or is able to write a lot of good songs is because they constantly keep working on their songs and uh, so your mind will put out bad shit and then eventually it will get to the good shit and so there is this process of writing which i've talked about right yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so i think for any artist to stay relevant you have to keep working on and you can't you have to keep your ego aside first of all your videos mm-hmm. might have touched 10 million 15 million but you still have to realize that you will have bad shows you will have terrible shows but you have to go through that in order to struggle yeah, and yeah. write better and become a better artist and new okay. comics will come in right that's yeah. the fact that the scene is working is because more people want to be part of it what outsider thing is just new people are adding it but what we know is a lot of people have come and they have left the scene okay because they couldn't make it people have quit their jobs and joined back into the corporate life because there's also a struggle to make it happen yeah. your open mics they don't pay you right in a month i might do 20 shows but out of the 20 shows 18 shows give me zero money but i'm doing that shows in order to develop material so that the other two shows give me money absolutely so uh this will keep happening your guys will come in this is part of the job right uh, you might have 15 years of experience a guy has a two year of experience or a lady has a two year of experience a comic and they put out a video and they might be making more money than you but then as a co- comedian to realize you're just one video away from gaining that popularity from filling up auditoriums again from doing a lot of corporate yeah. shows from making that money so you just one video away every time and that is what uh, like that that is where i keep pushing myself for every video i release i get damn excited this is the video then it doesn't yeah. happen i'm like okay my video will come <laughs> it will happen i mean it has happened for me yeah. previously yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah my hr video and my uh, marunga das ginunga ek video even though on yeah. youtube it doesn't have a lot of views but it really got circulated on whatsapp okay right right which you cannot yeah. measure Yeah, yeah. So, but a lot of people would buy my tickets on book. They don't follow me on any social media. Okay. But they would go on book my show. They see my face. They buy my ticket. They come in and they remember that video. Uh-huh. And that's all they remember. But that video was almost five, six years ago. And if somebody uh-huh. remembers me from that video, that's great. Yeah. Rajma Pao is also one of the famous punchlines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uska mujhe kam sunne ko milta hai. I ja. Maruka das genunga ek is that the all time. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. HR bit is also fantastic. Yeah, even that got like now I look at my HR page and I'm like, oh my god, I could have written it so better. I yeah. hate the sound quality in that video. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, there's another thing about being a comedian. If I look back, my material that I wrote in 2017, and I think that material is still great, then I'm not evolving. You always have to look back to your writing and be like, okay, I could have done it better. You know, I didn't give my hundred percent, and it's a process. You will never be hundred yeah, yeah. percent happy with everything that you are doing as an artist. That's that's a fantastic like, point. That's a fantastic point that you made. Yeah. Like one of my favorite movies is Rangde Basanti, yeah. and I remember Rakesh Om Prakash Mehra on uh, the director of the movie on Coffee mm-hmm. with Karan, and uh, Karan asked him if there was one thing you would like to change about the movie, what would you do? And he was like, I probably shorten the length. And I was like, Why would you shorten the length? Yeah. It was a fantastic <laughs> movie. What's wrong with you? But now I understand, right? As a creative uh-huh. person, now he's yeah. looking back at his work. He's like, Okay, I'm going to make it shorter. And so when pandemic started, uh, I mean Zoom shows were the need of the hour. Hmm. So एकदम से हुआ तो how did you figure out कभी boss ये तो करना पड़ेगा? What what did you learn? And then also do you like Zoom shows? Yeah, I uh, initially uh, there was a lot of hesitation uh, uh-huh. because you were all because you have to figure out your pace and delivery and everything. Now I enjoy Zoom shows. I think I did one private show in Vanthambore where I had to oh. travel by flight and everything, and I was like, अरे I miss Zoom shows. Because even right now I'm in boxers in all my Zoom shows I'm in boxers, and as soon as the show is over you do end meeting and you lie down, right? And that is it. Yeah. After a private gig you have to talk to people and you have to engage with them and they'll always be like, hey, come have drinks, come have food, and you're like, no, no, I want to go, please leave me. Uh, and none of that is there when you're doing a Zoom show. Another benefit of a Zoom show is that you know. Uh, so it, it, Zoom show. I'm talking a lot in the corporate sense, right? Corporate mm-hmm. and private mm-hmm. gigs, not the public gigs. Public gigs, live show will always be the best. There's nothing in comparison. But in corporate gigs, what happens is a lot of times these corporates will big book these big big banquets, right? Mm-hmm. 
so on your smaller jokes na people will laugh but you don't even get that feedback because it just it just vanishes in the air in such a big auditorium but on zoom show even one person laughing you get the feedback in your earphones right uh so sometimes i feel corporates in that sense on zoom shows were better uh-huh. however yaar nothing can replace life when a yeah. show kills life uh-huh. shows are the way i mean this weekend this week i did a lot of shows and on thursday what a fantastic feeling dude you actually all your stress gets relieved after you do a show no matter what stress is there in your life you just relax after that so in bombay yes so in bombay i was performing in habitat car oh uh, i'm performing next saturday also over there i am definitely yes. coming great with ronak uh, ronak and who else saurav and sonali thakkar ha ji to zoom shows to matlab zoom shows ho rahe the was a great feel you know hmm. because pandemic you had nothing else i started actually hmm. testing new material hmm. uh, and then i realized ki wo yahan to chal raha hai but wo stage pe chalega nahi chalega nahi pata nahi hai and i did a couple of zoom shows and they went very well तो मैंने तो एंजॉय करा लॉट ऑफ पीपल हैड हेजिटेशंस आई नाउ आई फुली प्रोफेशनल इन कॉर्पोरेट शोज डूइंग ऑन ज़ूम नो व्हाट माय पेस इज नाउ आई हैव डन शोज वेयर देयर इज नो ऑडियंस फीडबैक इट्स लाइक अ टेड टॉक एंड आई परफॉर्म फॉर 40 45 मिनट्स एंड आफ्टर दैट आल्सो द क्लाइंट टेल्स मी इट वाज ग्रेट परफॉर्मेंस बिकॉज़ आई एई तो लाइव स्ट्रीम भी कर लिया ना या तो अब आदत हो गई है लाइव स्ट्रीम में भी क्या बात करी तो फीडबैक दे रहा मुझे ठीक <laughs> है वो भी आधी बारी मुझे पता जबरदस्ती हंस रहा है क्योंकि दोस्त है और चैट में यू आर रीडिंग द फीडबैक सो बिग डिफरेंस सो या बिकम यूज्ड टू दीस थिंग्स नो आई थिंक आई थिंक अ लॉट ऑफ लॉट ऑफ कॉमेडियंस हैड अ डिफरेंट पर्सपेक्टिव ऑन ज़ूम कॉल्स एंड गुड टू नो दैट यार यू एब्सोल्युटली लव इट मैं तेरे को बताऊं वो आधे लोग ना पब्लिकली कुछ बोलते हैं अंदर से सब लोग खुश है क्योंकि ये ज़ूम नहीं होता तो किसी का किचन ना चल रहा होता ठीक है Zoom shows if we, we have been able to make money, so thank you, Zoom. <laughs> very true, very true. Uh, I would love to know more about uh, the Amazon Prime uh, special that happened, right? And and then mm-hmm. then you actually do did a show with uh, with Tapsi. Nice. This was like one mic stand. So again, I'm I'm managed by this company OML, only mm-hmm. much louder, and mm-hmm. uh, they have a good relationship with Amazon, mm-hmm. and uh, they have been closing special every year after year, mm-hmm. and uh, so I think. the year i did special some 20 artists of oml were doing a special okay so it's almost like before a calendar year starts around october november is when uh, amazon generally approaches oml they are constantly in touch because comicstan is again oml one mic stand is again oml comicstan is an oml original concept right uh-huh. uh so there's a lot of trust between the two and they approach and uh, oml will then get in touch with their artists and ask them okay are you ready for a special uh, if you are then how much time do you think will it take and around the time when i was contacted i was sort of like 60 to 70% confident about my material so i was like okay i'll give it but i'll give it in the second half because i want to do a tour and ensure that it's ready and when i did my first leg of the tour i was like okay this special is only 40% ready uh, i have to work way harder than i thought i would have to uh and then obviously a lot of uh, reiterations the comedian sapan and sahil also came along they gave me a lot of feedback and that is how a special comes along right so wo to wo wo it's through oml that the contact happens and one mic stand is a similar i think comicstan really work for uh, amazon and they wanted to do more non fiction shows and sapan had this concept for a long time uh-huh. uh uh-huh. and there was varied interest from honestly from various platforms but after this happened and uh, sapan ka special bhi tha amazon pe sapan was part of comicstan so sapan also had a very like great relationship with amazon and so he felt very comfortable with them they had sort of similar vision of where they want the show to be and there are a lot of amazon executives that were backing it uh-huh. and that is where it went on amazon and uske baad to like tapsi to hai mere direct touch mein and tapsi is always game for trying new things i think tapsi was the first artist we closed for one mic stand okay because when uh, he got the go ahead from amazon he told me ki can you check with tapsi if she will be interested we met tapsi and she said yeah game on i'll do it she was a bit hesitant bit nervous you like i'll do it bas mera zyada mazak nahi udna chahiye that's it uh, and that's it she was on board okay. she was not the first one short but i think she was the first one who agreed to do it okay Uh, also like i mean just speaking about the broader entertainment space a bit 
uh, what all do you want to do apart from stand ups and uh, open mics and stuff like is writing for films an option uh earlier i used to have this dream of being a director which i have completely realized that i'm incapable of uh i get very irritated sitting on an edit table uh writing i definitely want to do uh in fact i spent majority of my 2016 not focusing on stand up but writing a web series which was centered around an mba college which has again been pitched uh, a lot of ott platforms show interest but for some or the other reason it never happened uh so right now it's it's there whenever somebody is interested in a similar space we go and pitch uh so since then i've been focusing on stand up majorly uh but at some point i want to get back to writing web series i have a few idea for films as well but it's just that that i don't know what some of motivation ani right to give too much time to it as of now in my life uh but writing is definitely there i'm pretty sure as a teen char saal baad i'll be dedicating way more time to writing uh films and web series because it's a completely different medium to show your creativity stand up you're too focused on laughs even when you're telling a story it's more focused on laughs but when you're trying to tell a story that's a completely different expression attached to it and uh, i feel i have a serious side to me it's not just always like jokes 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 yeah. <laughs> um so i feel like that medium can come out if i do films or web series so there in the web series okay. i wrote wasn't funny throughout mm-hmm. it had sort of certain emotions also coming out and i thoroughly enjoyed the process it made me a better writer mm-hmm. there are times where i've sat down i've written like some character drafts of my you know other web series ideas and of my movie ideas but somehow wo continuous motivation rehta nahi uh but yes long term goal mein definitely one of the goals interesting interesting so so writing is one i think quizzing is also one of those things that you are interested in right and we ourselves the two of us are into quizzing uh so so how did you got into quizzing and uh, i think one particular thing that i really like about your quizzing is i think so we have been doing quizzing since college so So there are the there's a definite set structure, right? These are connect questions or infinite counts and stuff, right? Your format is very interesting. Uh, I think the couple of cricket quizzes I really really enjoyed because like while while the everybody was contributing, my अपने notebook लेके I was also planning और कि हाँ ये player हो सकता है ये player हो सकता है, right? So so wanted to understand how did you thought about this slightly different format about quizzing and quizzing in general? What do you think? Uh, but, so quizzing when I did at school at college level, I was generally horrible at it. Hmm. and i used to be the reason why my team used to lose right uh so i sort of lost my connect with quizzing but then kv started quizzing and i attended the cricket and football this by the way the kv wala quiz has been shot long time back okay oh, i'm okay. quite rusty in terms of identifying the clues and because i was watching it now again and i was hmm. like oh how did i miss this clue right. Uh, right and through so when that kv episode happened is when my interest again regained like rekindled uh-huh. sort of uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh and the first set of quizzes that i did on my channel so i wanted to do something related to cricket because i realized that uh i need to increase my subscribers and podcast will take me only to a certain limit like yeah. how do i inform more cricket loving people that we do this podcast so we used to do uh bhaskar and i used to do a lot of these wisdom cricket pe na quiz aate the ye sare sporkal yeah. wale and wahan pe hamesha powered by sporkal likha hota tha so we went on the sporkal website we played these quizzes and then wahan pe kafi sara tha so i was like hey i can play only these quizzes right i don't have to be a quiz master myself right and so the first set of quizzes came from there and then wo questions khatam ho gaye acche questions nahi the so then i started forming sporkal pe quizzes then i discovered this grid wala format in which uh-huh. you give clues so i did couple of those and then i realized yaar ye grid wale mein bhi matlab utne tarah ke alag alag questions nahi mil rahe और हर बारी तुम कितना अलग अलग गिफ्ट को तुम कितनी बारी तुम क्लू से डिफाइन करोगे गिफ्ट को यू नो बिकॉज फॉर द कंटेस्टेंट इट माइट बी अ न्यू क्विज फॉर द ऑडियंस दे आर वाचिंग गिफ्ट के लिए अलग अलग क्लूज राइट कंटेस्टेंट को मैं सेम क्लू पिछले एपिसोड को दूंगा चल जाएगा ऑडियंस को नहीं चलेगा सो देन आई रेस्टेड अर फॉर्मेट एंड फिर वो ब्रू होने लग गया कि क्या नया कर सकते हैं क्या नया कर सकते हैं एंड जेपर्डी तो देखा ही हुआ है ऑलवेज बीन फैन ऑफ द फॉर्मेट सो आई काइंड ऑफ अडेप्टेड दैट फॉर्मेट इन अ क्रिकेट थिंग and kyunki uh, buzzer system nahi hai so i couldn't do the buzzer thing and i was like what to do when somebody gives a negative answer and it was a lot of brainstorming from basket and my end initially i thought of negative but then mm-hmm. he came up with ki cricket mein negative hota nahi hai na like you get minus 5 runs 
वो भी बहुत कम बारी इफ यू डू समथिंग रॉन्ग सो व्हाई डोंट यू मेक इट लूज अ विकेट विकेट एंड देन इट बिकम्स सो व्हेन द स्कोरबोर्ड थिंग हैपेंड एंड आई वाज लाइक ओके नाउ दिस फील्स लाइक इट्स अ क्रिकेट क्विज एवरीथिंग इज क्रिकेट रिलेटेड एंड इनिशियली वी डिड कि तीन विकेट पे यू विल गेट आउट बट द ट्रायल्स आई डिड ऑल माय फ्रेंड्स गॉट आउट वेरी क्विकली ओके थ्री विकेट्स आई थिंक इज टू अर्ली आई नीड टू मेक इट फाइव विकेट्स uh and obviously being part of kv quiz and having seen all his quiz it helped me to understand how to form questions better uh how to give those small small clues so that people can reach to an answer to a cricketer so ha huh, kv ka quiz helped me a lot in order to come up with this format and by the way ye format maine socha bhi tha the first person i called after baskar and i sort of had 80% of the structure was kv Right. And I said, I am thinking of this format. Do you think it will work? Is there something wrong? Where, where should I work more? Where should I work less? And he has to give his blessing, and then you are like, okay, this format can. Fair enough. Uh, and just wrapping up the whole conversation a bit. You did your MBA in marketing. Uh, yeah. So how does brand manager Angad manage the brand Angad, and what challenges does he face? <laughs> oh, according to the brand manager Angad, the artist Angad is quite useless. because he puts uh, zero time in uh, being on social media and focusing on those things i think i've the brand major side of me is now coming and managing the youtube channel because i'm thinking of those terms i'm happy because i thought of this uh, quiz format these are things that you know normally if you would ask me before the lockdown i would have never done it right. the baby over podcast also i got pushed into it because lockdown had happened yeah. and you know you have to do something with your time instead of just wasting it uh quizzing also i think this this new format that i had which is jeopardy inspired i had my call with kv around december and still i took over two months to finally like commit to a date and be like nahi karna hai hi karna hai so i don't focus more on managing the artist side of myself mm-hmm. as a brand manager but managing the youtube side of it and which i think is is great because when baskar and i started we were assuming that we will touch hardly any numbers 10000 we pounds ke bahut hoga uh, but quizzing really helped because it again informed a lot of cricketers to follow this and then uh, eventual goal was to put my stand up on this channel oh. but then i realized if i put stand up on this it will get lost and people who love me just for my comedy are not fan of cricket uh, mm-hmm. i will not reach them so then i had to take the gutsy call of starting a completely new channel and naming this oh. channel baby o फाइनलिंग Apart from me, okay. Uh, on stage, off stage. Off stage, off stage. Off stage, I think it will be sort of. Hmm. Uh, and least funny AC member. Wow. <laughs> Can I just say pass? Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Oh uh, wow, you're good guys. Huh? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so heavily into cricket, right? So Dhoni yeah. or Kohli? Ah, uh, Dhoni. Dhoni. Mumbai or Delhi? Delhi man Delhi always All okay um uh, Ravi Shastri the coach or Ravi Shastri the commentator hmm interesting i think uh, for now ravi shastri is the coach uh-huh. Uh-huh. any any interesting hobbies that you picked during covid apart from the streaming stuff uh, so chess uh, again started playing a lot of chess uh, thanks uh-huh. to samay raina and thanks uh-huh. to comedians on board uh-huh. i have been really enjoying it even though abhi recent week mein i have been out of form but i think it's uh, it's a great activity to do sometimes like you can't find anything to watch on a youtube or netflix to pasand nahi aa raha hai do matches chess khelo yeah yeah do matches chess khelo dono haro khud ko baniya do aur phir so jao favorite comedian uh currently i would say dave shepel uh यार उस बंदी का मैं नाम हमेशा भूल जाता हूँ दिस लेडी हुई लव बोथ स्पेशल ऑन नेटफ्लिक्स बोथ द स्पेशल शी इज प्रेगनेंट डू यू गाइज रिमेम्बर हर नेम मुझे बिल्कुल चमक नहीं रहा है नाम विच इज गो साउंड वेरी बैड गाइज आर नॉट अक्सेस एंड बिकॉज आई नॉट सीन हर डू अ लॉट ऑफ अदर वर्क 
but mm-hmm. i love her both special because i also went through that pregnancy uh, mm-hmm. no not i my wife went <laughs> yeah. through a pregnancy but we went it, through it together and so my wife and i we just enjoy her content it's mm-hmm. uh, very abrasive it's very in your face but it's funny 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 man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and any indian comedian uh indian comedians i would say apart from eic i'll try to answer so kanan huh. i enjoy a lot biswa i enjoy a lot upmanyu there a lot man man yeah, yeah. enjoy a lot but yeah if you say somebody special i look forward to is probably kanan's right. most eagerly i look forward to like wo jab release hota hai main agle ek ghante mein khatam kar deta hu favorite podcast baby over <laughs> apart from baby over <laughs> Uh, I'm not really a podcast person, man. <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of podcasts to have that knowledge. Like, I'm a cricket wale. I listen to a lot. So I enjoy Edges and Sledges a lot. I enjoy uh, Cyrus Ka uh, a lot. But yeah, apart from that, I'm not really a very heavy podcast person. And and once for like for our viewers, can you just plug in your baby over podcast and and what is it about and who can come and. Sure, guys. So, uh, Baby Over podcast is centered majorly around cricket. Uh, it's it's about cricket, by the way, and it comes from a very fan perspective of how we watch the game, of how we eval uh, evaluate the players. And uh, even though a player might be out of form, we don't like to be disrespectful towards the player. We understand that the, every person has a talent, and so it's a very uh, positive sort of a culture we try to bring around analyzing the players. but we are ruthless also in terms of our criticism we will not say a player is out of form uh-huh. we will say he is out of form we will not try to defend that he is in form uh-huh. there is no uh, you know uh, what do we say there is no clubs in our head you know that you know we will defend a delhi player or a mumbai uh-huh. player all of that doesn't happen so if you are playing bad we will say uh-huh. you are playing bad if you are playing great we'll talk about it so it's a very fans perspective of the game with limited technical knowledge is what i was No, absolutely, we love it. I think I bench pretty much. I, I mean, I absolutely love Bhaskar as well, right? I mean, the kind of info and and is over. Me, ye hua tha. Bhajan ne, yeah. Bhajan ne, aisi ball dali thi, like full on feel aa jati hai. So, so wait, jab, when I, when I thought about baby over, I, the first thought is obviously to talk to a comedian, right? Yeah. And I talked to a few of them, and they had a certain interest. But I always felt like that time wise match nahi hua, commitment wise match nahi hua. Uh-huh. Because uh, earlier when we started, there were no matches, so we started right. by doing like. you know talking about old classics 2001 2002 and all of those and for that you need a person to go through a certain research very on the spot conversation nahi ho sakta because you have to get your facts right sort of a thing even if it is like as simple as watching highlights as simple as that so then the automatic uh, you know call in my head was to bhaskar because bhaskar i have seen him watch afghanistan versus zimbabwe test match completely like dikhta rehta hai उसकी बीवी भी उसे परेशान रहती है बट इट डॉजर इन बैंगलोर एंड Thank you so much, Kushal. Thank you so much, Ayush. Great fun uh, talking about myself and remembering where I came from uh, <laughs> and where I have reached. Uh, all the best, guys, to your podcast. I really had a good time, man. Thank you so much.